Stuart, thanks very much for joining us here. First of all, how does it feel to be back in the Premier League? Yeah, it's been it's been incredible actually. I was I was very fortunate to be at Wembley um, at the end of May uh, for the playoff final, and I, I don't think I've ever been as nervous. 10 minutes before kickoff for, for anything, um, whether that's me playing cricket or or watching football. So it was it was awesome to experience that day with with great friends and, and see us getting back into the Premier League for the first time in 23 years. And actually it was I was on a high for a couple of weeks straight after that, <laughs> sort of predicting what's coming, you know, like what are, who are we gonna sign, when are the fixtures out? And um, it just felt real as soon as those fixtures came out, you could pinpoint some games that you're really looking forward to. And it, it, honestly, it's just given the city such a such a boost. Um, whether whether Forest fans can get to the city ground or or whether they can watch them on TV or just be around the, the city with the buzz, it's uh, it's amazing the power sport can have actually on people's uh, energy. Absolutely, and when you think about that playoff game, Stuart, there's so much at stake, isn't it? That you know, winning is absolutely everything in that game, isn't it? Well, particularly as as a Forest fan, we know how difficult it is to get out of the Championship. It's it's I mean it's a brilliant league to be a part of. You, you mm. honestly you don't know uh, every, any Tuesday night or Saturday whoever you're playing against. It, it, win, lose, and draw is on is on the cards. Whether whether you're playing uh, whether you're in the playoffs and you're playing someone in the relegation zone, there's never a guaranteed three points in the Championship. And I think um, it makes it incredibly exciting, but. Uh, very, very difficult to get out of. So uh, we had that bit of, we had a run where it looked like we could make automatic. I think Bournemouth just stuttered and we had we had to go down to Bournemouth and beat them on a Tuesday night and, and they got the three points to get promoted. Yeah, I and I must admit, I felt a bit flat after that game. I thought, oh no, is that our chance gone? Because um, during my lifetime, our record in playoff semi-finals has been pretty ugly. Um <laughs> So I sort of I was a bit down for a couple of days after losing the the Bournemouth game, but uh, yeah, once we once we won the the penalty shootout in the in the in the semi final, I just felt this is our time, this is our year. Can you sum up what Steve Cooper means for the Nottingham Forest fans? Because from the outside looking in, he's done an unbelievable job. It's been incredible, to be honest. I think it, it was a really a really clever appointment. I, I must admit, I hadn't, I hadn't sort of, um, I didn't know too much about him before he came. Obviously, he'd been in the Liverpool setup as a as a youth coach. He'd he'd uh, won the World Cup with England under 17s and he'd done really well with Swansea. He'd got Swansea to the playoff um, playoffs in a couple of seasons in a row. Um, but when we appointed him, you know, we we've not been shy of changing managers in the last. 15 years probably uh, and it was just getting to that stage where it looked like the players weren't weren't enjoying it you know we're bottom of the league after I think it was eight games um, and I think the the mindset of appointing someone who's worked a lot with young players and got the best out of young players uh, and obviously then having worked at Liverpool and England in, with the FA knows the current style of play um, looks gets a team that wants to score goals uh, and at the end of the day as a fan we go to be entertained we're in football is an entertainment industry like you go to the theatre to watch a show you go to a football game to have fun with your friends and enjoy it and I think that's what Steve Cooper's brought to the city is we're going to give it a good go and that's that's the mindset that took us all the way into playoffs in the championship and actually we're carrying that through into the Premier League we, we haven't got that mindset as a team that 
we're going to just shut up shop, try and get a nil-nil draw and maybe nick a one-nil on the odd occasion against a relegation battle team. Uh, we're, we're going, okay, this is live by the sword, die by the sword. This is our style of play. We're bringing in players who can uh, step up to the Premier League standard uh, and we're going to give it a good go. That doesn't mean we're not going to have the odd occasion where we lose heavily to a big team. You know, there's no shame in doing that in the Premier League when you come straight from the Championship. But, you know, as we showed at the weekend against West Ham, yeah, we have to soak up pressure on the odd occasion or, or certainly for a lot of a lot of the game, but we can strike and we, we can cause teams problems. And it's just been a great journey as a fan. Um, and Steve Cooper's managed to somehow connect the team very closely to the whole city. Uh, so obviously I'm in a change room at Nottinghamshire Cricket and it's full of all sorts of fans of Chelsea, Man United, Everton, uh, Notts County, but everyone feels like Forest are their second team in that in that group. Um, and the, Steve Cooper's managed to connect the, the club with the city. Uh, and I think that's really fed through the energy of the of the club. Do you get much banter in the dressing room? Much football banter amongst the lads in the cricket dressing rooms? Yeah, yeah, non-stop really, to be honest. I mean, particularly with the fantasy football, there's a lot of talk with the fantasy football. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, that's the great thing about football, isn't it? You know, you, you have, you can come into a change room of 11 or 15 players and there'll be eight, nine, 10 different teams being supported. And uh, it was great actually on Sunday, we were training at Lords and Forest. I was bowling in the first half and then I got back to the changing room for the, for the last like 40 minutes, half an hour. Um, and there were five or six of us. I was the only Forest fan, but everyone was wishing Forest to win because because I was so desperate for them to win. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's uh, you know, Jimmy's a Jimmy's a Burn, Jimmy Anderson's a Burnley fan. Um, we've got a couple of Ollie Pope's a big Arsenal fan. You know, it, it sort of spreads around spreads around the leagues. Um, but you know, at the end of last year, because my great mate Jimmy is a Burnley fan. Well, Everton fans probably don't want to hear this because they were in the scrap as well. But I know where this wanted, is going. <laughs> I wanted Burnley to to try and survive because I knew how much it meant to Jimmy. And, yeah. um, you know, it's... Uh, you, you sort of... You look at, like, the Man United fans in the change room and they just feel so down about watching their team. It does... Football does have an amazing ability to 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 create a mood for the day, doesn't it? Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, uh, you know, we we love it, don't we? That's why we support our, our teams, uh, and that's why the true fans and the the fans go through the hard times and have and enjoy the the brilliant times. And my my, I've got a little brick at the city ground that I got sort of eight years ago. I said, look, win, lose, or draw, I'm always a red, mm. um, because as long as I know the players are putting their heart and soul into it, sometimes you can't control the result. You must watch the games at some strange times when you're. And you're in New Zealand, Australia, India, Pakistan, wherever you need to go to play your cricket. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Actually, India is the best place to be because um, they're 7 p.m. kickoffs. So it sort of works perfectly. You, on a Saturday, you finish your game, get back to the hotel, order a bit of room service, and you've got all the football that your, heart, uh, your heart's um, content with. So uh, actually, the, the funniest places, and always blows my mind on aeroplanes like when we're flying to Australia or India or South Africa you get live Premier League football at 35,000 feet wow. 
but you can't make a phone call on the M1. You lose signal. <laughs> but you, but uh, but aeroplanes, you get the live Premier League games, and I think that honestly, if I'm not at the City Ground, one of my favourite places to watch is 35,000 feet because you're there, you got your headset on, no one can bother you, and you just uh, you're in there and you, you're enjoying the sport. Do you ever sneak a little look at your phone when you're in the field, or? If you don't well, end at the crease when Johnny Bairstow's bashing all over the place, you no, we're, well, we're not allowed. We're not allowed our phones in the changing room. Um, <laughs> so we have to ask the umpires. So the umpires know I'm a Forest fan. So I, I just have to, they, they have to then radio up to the, the pavilion. So yeah, if I'm bowling an over, I just say to, to one of the umpires, whether it's like Richard Iddingworth or, or Goffey, just say, oh, what's the Forest score? Can you let me know? And they'll come back in and over going, oh, they're 1-0 up or they're 1-0 down. And um, <laughs> you have to try and shake the disappointment and all the, all the excitement <laughs> pretty quickly. But yeah, I mean, three o'clock on a Saturday, I'm always wanting to know the scores for sure. You just mentioned there before the excitement of getting back to the Premier League, waiting for the fixtures to come out. One of the games to look forward to, was that Everton? Is Everton one of the games that the fans will look forward to? Well, a good friend of mine, Jake Ball, is a big Everton fan. Uh, so we always... Um, we always chat about Everton and see how they're getting on. I think he gets up to Goodison quite a bit. Um, for me, I'm a I'm a bit of a like a local derby man. I'm really looking forward to the Leicester City game, Forest Leicester. Um, I've always enjoyed the Forest Derby games when we've been in the Championship. Um, but you know, the, uh, Everton have been been on an interesting journey, haven't they? The last sort of three four years, um, and they're, they're in that position where they could quite easily surprise a lot of teams and, and end up in the in the top eight um, but you know I think they they, they sort of obviously struggled last year and um, but one thing's for sure as an away fan going to Goodison it's one of those that you want to do it's one of the, the, the great atmospheres in the game the history of the club the you know the, the Merseyside derbies are one of those fixtures I always want to flick on and watch it's a bit like El Clasico, isn't it? And and the Manchester Derby and Arsenal Spurs. It's one of those iconic games that, that wherever you are in the world, you want to watch. So um, yeah, it's it, it's going to be a it's going to be a really fascinating game actually because obviously Everton have got um, proven Premier League class and proven experience of doing well in the Premier League, and we're very fresh into it. A lot of players that have played Premier League football, a lot of players that haven't. Um, and we know that we'll come to Goodison with a lot of energy and a lot of um, a lot of away support that will be roaring. But there's no doubt that Goodison Park will be trying to outroar us. And, uh, you know, it's one of the great atmospheres in in the Premier League, isn't it? You mentioned there that Steve Cooper has sort of galvanised the, the, the football club and the city together. Frank Lampard did that when he came to Everton. He really got the football club, the players and the supporters all singing from the same hymn sheet and it doesn't half make a difference, doesn't it? Yeah, it's arguably, obviously the football's the most important part of the manager's job, but it's amazing how quickly the fans can feel quite disconnected from a club uh, if, if, the, if the manager or the ownership don't get it quite right. And uh, I think it's become a huge part of a manager's job is to, to connect with with um, the city and the club because actually really interestingly Steve Cooper at uh, when we beat West Ham at home he said this wins for all the Forest fans that couldn't get a ticket for the city ground today because they could have sold that city ground out yeah. three, four times over uh, and my sister lives 
a stone's throw from the city ground and she actually she couldn't get a ticket but went for a walk around pre-kickoff to just soak in the atmosphere and she loved it uh, and just the way that Steve Cooper manages to portray you know it's not just for the 28,000 in the city ground today it's actually for the ex hundred thousand who are desperate for the team to win watching on telly and jumping around in their living rooms or in the pub so um yeah Steve Cooper's managed to do that with with Forrest I think Lampard's doing that with with the Everton fans um because it is it, it is quick it is it is a weird feeling when you feel a bit disconnected to your football team mm. um and I I certainly don't have that at the moment I feel very connected to the to what we're trying to achieve and I know that you know, with a couple of signings, there's been criticism from the outside world, but I, I guarantee you every Forest fan is backing every, every decision made by the big boss and, and Stevie Cooper at the minute. And, and that's a great place to be. And Everton will, will get there as well. You know, the, the, you feel like there's that trust in what Lampard's doing. And actually anyone that Lampard brings in, he's doing it for the best of the football club and for the best of uh, the team going forward. And I feel like Everton will have that trust in Lampard, like Forrest have got that trust in, in Steve Cooper. What would represent a good season, Stuart? I mean, a lot of teams that come up will settle for fourth from bottom, but I get the impression that you you personally want a little bit more than that. Um, interesting question, because I think every Forest fan would take fourth from bottom, because it means that the next year we're in the Premier League and we get to... We've made, some, we've made a splash in the transfer market and um, the reason for that is to minimise the risk of relegation. And I, I think it's unrealistic for any team that comes from the Championship into the Premier League to go, we want to finish at, We want to finish top half or top 15 because everyone connected to Forest, any, any fan, player, support staff that's worn a Forest badge would take being in the Premier League next season. But that doesn't mean we can't surprise a few and finish a bit higher. Um, we've brought in quality we've brought in the likes of Jesse Lingard um, Manuel Dennis from Watford who's recent signing um, Dean Henderson's from, from Man United they might be regretting letting him go to be honest so you know we're, we're Nico Williams from, from your rivals who looks a really really good player at, at right wing back so um, we've bought a lot but we've bought wisely in an aim to minimise the risk of relegation but if you're telling me that we any position we finish will be in the Premier League next season. I'm snapping your hand off. But we could surprise a few and finish 12, you know. Stuart, I know you're at Lords preparing for the Test match, so I'm going to let you go. But one last question. You've got a choice. You can take the, the winning wicket that secures a Test Series win against Australia, or you can score a last-minute header in the Cup final against the FA Cup for Nottingham Forest. What are you going to go for? Well, it's a good question, actually, because... I've been very lucky that I have taken the winning wicket already to win an Ashes <laughs> series for, uh, against Australia. So I'm taking the FA Cup final all day long. <laughs> perfect. Absolutely perfect. Stuart, thank you so much indeed for your time. No problem at all. <laughs>